Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Are you like me and thought one day, I want to start a podcast? Well, it's easy. All you do is go to Anchor FM and sign up for free. Then all you do is you can record from your computer or your phone. And next thing you know, all you do is upload your episode. And then like magic, Anchor just goes and releases it everywhere to Apple, to Spotify. You name it, it releases it there. It's easy. It's simple. It's fun to use. And like me, I'm not very technical oriented. Again, easy. Not like the rapper, but it's easy. If you get what I mean. So again, go to Anchor FM, sign up. And uh, start being a content or podcast creator today. All right, welcome back to another episode of My Third Eye. Tonight, we did something a little bit different. We did a swap cast with my good buddy, Davey Wavy from the Red Pill Cartel. Now, before we get started into this episode, there's two corrections I would like to make, just so we both don't get any hate mail. Uh, into the episode, we start talking about Tool. Now, we, ma- we make reference to one of the band members uh, having a dark side and into... Uh, Um, video editing and what have you and we accidentally uh, said Danny Carey's name instead of Adam Jones. Now Adam Jones is who we were referring to and you can kind of pick that up if if you're smart enough because then we go into Danny Carey. And then uh, the other correction was the star on top of the Christmas tree is Venus and not Saturn. So I just wanted to clear that up. Now, you can find Davey Wavy at Red Pill Cartel. You can go on Spotify or any major uh, podcast player that you choose to listen to your podcast and check him out. I mean, show the guy some love. Really good guy. You know where to get a hold of me. Uh, I leave that all in the uh, the end of the, the show, like usual. So having said that, uh, we're going to dive into some uh, some good paranormal experiences. Uh, you as my listeners get to get listen to actually my paranormal experiences for the first time. So it's kind of an intimate uh, uh, little, little session because uh, it, in all honesty, it brings me out of my comfort zone. Um, but it's, but it's a good thing. And that's what this podcast is all about. You know, when you probably open your third eye, you're, you're not always going to be comfortable. So sit back, relax, have some fun, share this with, with, with a friend. Uh, don't forget to, uh, like and follow on all major social media platforms. And right now let's get into it with Davey Wavy. Welcome back to another third up my third eye podcast. Uh, tonight we're going to do a little swap cast. I have Davey Wavy from the Red Pill Cartel 
coming in. Uh, we're going to talk about spirituality and see where the conversation takes us. Just let the energy flow and, and, uh, you know, have a good time. So I give you Davey Wavy from Red Pill Cartel. How's it going, man? It's a pleasure for you to have me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome hooking up with, uh, different, different podcasters and stuff. And especially, you know, always being on the receiving end of, of, of listening to them, like, like your podcast and what have you. And then finally get a chance to sit down and, you know, shoot this shit just to see, you know, what else we might have in common other than, you know, going back and forth on Instagram and shit. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think with spirituality comes a lot of like almost endless conversation really. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Like there's just, it's such a, once you pop open that third eye, it's like Mm -hmm. the sky is the limit. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Like I I really enjoyed your uh, Bigfoot episode. That was, that was pretty wild, man. I did too. Um, I think you're, are you referring to the one with uh, Tom Seawood? Yeah. 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 That one. Yeah. He's knowledgeable. He's a lot. Dude, that, I would love to like sit down and have a few beers with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be, what a trip that would be, man. <clears throat> yeah. I always like hearing the, uh, the first nations point on a lot of things, not just Bigfoot, but you know, just, just in their, their philosophy alone. Cause I think for they, sure, because, uh, they, they have so much knowledge that's we don't know about, you know, cause who the, it's never going to be on the news or anything. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. No, like and they're just it's so suppressed. Yeah. And I think they're, they're more spiritually connected than we are. And, and I think <sighs> people like us that are spiritually awakening, uh, cause I'm not fully awake. I, I feel you're going to always grow, but um, just with, you know, how, how they're, belief systems are in in even down to the creator you know what i mean it yeah. just makes more sense than than anything else that i've ever been taught since i've been brought up you know even catholicism or christianity or you know whatever religion you know i attended at the time yeah it makes a lot more sense because they're more grounded with uh the ideas of the creator and things like that like mm-hmm. and from there that's how their culture grew right so i wouldn't want to say culture because i think culture is manufactured but um their ways of living right like very spiritual oh absolutely you know they're connected to everything down to the, the smallest animal to the plant to the to earth itself to the heavens and the stars you know that there's a, there's a reason how they conduct their lives, why they conduct their lives the way they do, you know, and, and it makes a lot of sense. And, and I also I, I yeah. respect it so much and honor it. For sure. And there's a reason why they've been so suppressed, not only because of, uh, you know, the white man per se taking over the land, but also suppressing their knowledge of the creator. Right. Yeah. And yeah. wanting to put in uh, their religious structures, uh, overtake their religious structures with with ours right like it makes sense to me that why it would be suppressed so much right and like if you i'm sure you listen to the grimerica show yes yeah um you know even back when they were uncovering you know all those uh human remains under those those schools that you guys have up there in canada that was shocking and and why it didn't i mean it hit it hit the world news but it should have hit it harder in my opinion Definitely. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, we find out about this and now what? It's like, 
next news, you know? Yeah. Well, like, the, yeah, no, this should be, this should be like top notch fucking investigation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but I think should be hearing the, more about this than fucking con did. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think the reason why we don't hear so much about it is because it, it has close ties back to the queen of England. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we can't scar that, that lizard person. Right. In her Even reputation. though like she might, she might already be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's uh, get into uh, how, how, would, how did you first become spiritually awake? Honestly, probably, uh, probably listen to the tool uh, growing up. You know, I, I grew up in a, my mom was Catholic. Uh, my dad, well, my, my mom and my dad split. I'm, my mom took me long story short. And anyway, that's how I ended up out here in Pennsylvania. Um, originally from out in Wyoming and Idaho. So she was Catholic. Then she remarried. Um, my stepdad was Mormon and I didn't follow the Mormon religion. Um, you know, she had me baptized or whatever in that. And then I, then we just kind of didn't really go. And then I met a friend in middle school, sixth grade, fifth, end of fifth grade year, beginning in sixth, sixth grade year. And we became best friends up until uh, life happened and, you know, he moved away and what have you. But I would attend, you know, a Christian assembly church, you know, just basically read out of the Bible or whatever. And, uh, you know, I got saved as, as a young kid and, you know, and then I, went into the military and, you know, yeah, your life really opens up because you meet so many different, you know, ways that people are raised and beliefs and this and that. So I kind of fell out of it. And then I got out, I got back into Christianity for a little while, read the Bible cover to cover, um, was going through some stuff and getting, uh, baptized. Uh, are you, are you familiar with the Susquehanna river? Uh, Um, my family thinks I'm crazy. Uh, does a thing with Michael Wan. Uh, a handbook for the apocalypse. Okay. And uh, he does, a, he does a lot of, there, there's a lot of connection with the Susquehanna river spiritually, apparently. And uh, I was like, well, I'm going to get baptized in my adult life. So why not do it in the middle of January in a nice cold chunk ice filled river, you know, and I did, but I didn't feel the connection to, I don't want, it's going to sound funny, but to like Jesus or, God, there was a, there was an awakening. Like it, I remember going under and I opened my eyes underwater and I could see clearly perfectly. Like there was no blurry, nothing. I come up and I felt something. And I think at that time is when things changed to, I started listening to tool in a different mindset. Of course. And, yeah. And, and I started growing spiritually slowly and slowly, but not realizing it at the time. And then, uh, few years ago, got into podcasts and started listening to a whole bunch of different ones, you know, and uh, it started to dawn on me. I realized uh, in the past year, I'm, I'm an empath. I never, I, I didn't know I had a title uh, basically, but uh, you know, I pick up on people's energy real well. I feed off it positive, negative, and, and it, I'm very sensitive. Sometimes it, I, I can be in a supermarket and next thing you know, I'm having a, a sensory overload and I'm hearing every conversation spinning around me all at once. Just blah, 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 blah. And it's like, get me the fuck out of here. Or it's I'm, overwhelming. I'm, yeah. yeah very I, overwhelming. I know that feeling. Yeah. So um, then, you know, you, you hear guests that come on like, like shows like, you know, Sam Tripoli's and others. And it's just like, I relate to that, that, 
that's me. That's, that's how I believe that makes much more sense. So at, up in a nutshell, that's where, where me ghost is uh, <laughs> at in his little spiritual journey. <laughs> that's awesome. Do you, about, do you like the, do you like the band ghost as well? Uh, I've never tried. Oh man. I love them so much. They're so like blatantly satanic, like with really? their imagery and all that, but their music is so good. Like you would think they were a metal band, but they're more like blue oyster cult in a way. Oh, really? Yeah. Very okay. good band, man. You I'll should check, check them out. out. Yeah. yeah. Let me write that down. Um, yeah, for me, man, it's like a, it's a long story really. Like, I think Dude, your story these... with the with the oh the, that you you call it almost a, an occult like now that when you were on the streets you know preaching and what have you I yeah, never knew I that, would... that kind of stuff existed and oh yeah I man. heard your story and I was just like dude like they, <laughs> they totally brainwashed this guy <laughs> I was uh, yeah I, I kind of brainwashed myself right right. Uh, but yeah, the, the other guy, the street preacher, he was like, and dude, I swear, this is crazy. When we were doing that, uh, when I was out with him on the streets in Toronto, um, he was preaching and these Catholics were walking by and they were praying. And he's like, oh, look at the Catholics. And he started saying like, you guys, you guys pray to the saints, like not Christ, right? Like you guys are in the satanic religion, right? And they were like, this is wild like i saw this firsthand where there's like five of these catholics and they all when they heard that guy speaking they all gathered around in a circle and they started praying whoa and it was like almost like a spiritual battle while he was like spitting out facts from the bible and they were like like in a circle praying like against him it was so crazy dude that would be weird to see Whew, i've never seen anything like that and i was like whoa like it kind of blew my mind and i was like I don't know if this is right, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shouldn't we all get along? <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that the purpose of religion at the end of the day? Right. We're all supposed to get along? No. Yeah, and like <laughs> these people were harmless, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, but this guy is just like spitting out fire, right? Like, holy shit. Like yeah. all these street preachers, all they do is preach hellfire. I don't get it. Like, Yeah, doom and gloom, end of days. I don't live in a big city. I, I, I went to New York, I think once, uh, wasn't long after nine 11. And I, I, I saw, you know, some street preaching, you know, there, obviously it's a big city, but even, even my, my time, my many times to Vegas, you'd see it, but not, not too much. Cause obviously it's the, it's called sin city for a reason. For a reason. Yeah. <clears throat> I've never been to Vegas. I was close. I was in Arizona. Uh, I was about, a three-hour drive away from Vegas. I mean, it would have been worth it. Yeah, I, I'm sure it would be. Uh, I, I went to Arizona twice too. Oh man, yeah. I uh, I used to get so bored going because we'd go there because um, I was in the Air Force and it was like every other month we were there because that, that's where the the training academy is for the the pilots. You know what what they would call pop gun school there in Nellis. <clears throat> so after your first couple times it's like i don't want to gamble anymore where can we go to eat so yeah buffets out the ass and at that time i mean we're talking 20 some years ago now but man it was cheap you know all you can eat for like 10 bucks and you could sit there for hours <laughs> and just put on a show it reminds me of vegas vacation mm-hmm. you ever see that uh, a long time ago 
I'll have some of the blue, yeah. some of the uh, some of the yellow, yep. <laughs> a little bit of the green. Yeah. <laughs> it's all slop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, my story is pretty lengthy. Uh, did you hear it already? I've heard. I've heard. I don't think I've heard from beginning to end per se. Only what you've shared with some of your recent guests. Okay. Uh, so basically there's a lot of stuff that happened while I was growing up. Um, uh, particularly the paranormal encounters I've had, with the, the mm. voices and whatnot. Right. Okay. Um, heard it a couple times in my house and then heard it a third time with somebody else. Mm. Uh, and that kind of confirmed everything for me. Okay. And, uh, now are the yeah. kind of like disembodied voices? Yes. Like whispers or. Like, no, like a deep, booming voice. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Enough to make you shit your pants. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because the first time I heard it, I was in the basement in the pitch black darkness. <clears throat> my dog was at the foot of my bed, and uh, uh, I just moved my stuff because my brother moved out of the, out of the house mm-hmm. to join the military. Okay. And uh, so I took his room in the basement. And then I heard this voice and it was, it was disembodied, but it was like right in my ear. And it Did said the word. It? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. It said the word crack. I don't really? know why. Yeah. It just said crack like Ooh. really deep. And I was like, <gasps> and I, I was stunned for like paralyzed for like 20 seconds. I'm like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? And then I ran upstairs. Finally, I got the balls to jump out of the bed and run upstairs into my parents' bed. <laughs> so I was like nine or nine or ten years old, right? Dude, basements uh, creep me out to begin with. Oh, tell me about it, man. Fuck. Took me a lot of guts to go back down there and play video games where I had all my games and shit, right? Oh, I bet. But uh yeah, when I jumped in the bed, they're like, What's good? what's the matter? What's the matter? And I'm like, I heard a voice, I heard a voice. <clears throat> and they're like, Oh, you've been watching too many movies, right? That's how people <laughs> always brush that shit off, right? Right. And then the second time it was like months later or something. And I was in uh, the basement again, playing games. And my always, only my mom was home and uh, she's sitting in the living room upstairs and I'm downstairs playing games. And I heard her call me from the top of the stairs. So I go upstairs and my mom's sitting in the living room and I'm like, mom, did you call me? She's like, no. Oh, and then, uh, yeah. So then I go back downstairs. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, okay, whatever. Playing a game again. Five minutes later, David, fuck, go upstairs, go upstairs again. She's still sitting in the living room watching TV. Like, mom, why do you keep calling me? She's like, I'm not calling you. So you were the only one hearing it. She she couldn't hear it. She couldn't hear it. Oh, man. So then I go back downstairs again. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Not even five minutes later, I hear it again, but it was like angry, like, David. Ooh, now do you think and it was, was the like, same entity? I think so, yeah. Okay. And I just dropped my shit and I ran upstairs and sat in the living with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> now did you tell her you know what? I didn't tell her. No. Because after no. probably after the first time, they oh well they didn't believe me the first time. Why would I tell them again? Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Uh but yeah, the third time was uh when my parents were it was like my parents, my brother from the military, he came home for a visit. Uh, with his wife and uh, they all went out to bingo and she was looking after me. And so we were playing cards in the dining room and um, 
she's like, oh, I'm thirsty. Can you grab me a drink? So I get up, grab her a drink from the closet because there's no pop in the fridge. So we grab, I grab one from the closet. I come back, I give it to her. She says, thank you. And then right after that, we both heard from the living room around the corner. Thank you. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> now is your house, was that house super old? Like, was, I think it was built in like the 60s or 70s. So it's not, yeah. So, okay. It's not, it wasn't super old. Okay. Now it was kind of creepy looking though. I have pictures okay. of it on Instagram. <laughs> did, did anybody die in that house or were you guys the original owners? Uh, I, no, we weren't the original owners. We were renting it actually. Okay. I looked into it. I tried looking into it and I couldn't find anything about it. So. Hmm. But, That's uh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I still have dreams about it. That house. Wow. Like, yeah. So there's something connected, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Cause but, most, most of the time other than um, there was a recent episode on another podcast. I listened to this guy had haunted properties. And the weird thing is, is they were um, brand new buildings. And here it turned out that the Amish were actually casting some spells on the dude. And no way. Yeah, playing some dark magic. They do that shit. Yeah, it's it's. I guess so. I guess every kind of religion or culture would do that, right? Yeah, I mean, they. It's not widely known, but uh, yeah, they do practice some dark arts. They're not. They're not the whole holy roller, you know, devout that they try to portray. You know, they right. They got some shady, shady past going on with them. So well, they do kind of creep me out a little bit. Yeah, you have you have Amish up your way. We have yeah, we have uh, Amish and Mennonites as well. Okay, yeah, we have both too. But down here, because I'm in Pennsylvania, I'm like right in the heart of it. So you have so many different sects, S E C T S or whatever. Yeah. Of of the Amish and not so, Amish people having sex, but different sects correct. of Amish. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a hard word to say. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so yeah, some have stronger beliefs with colors it's just it's weird yeah, I mean, uh, it's fascinating to me it is it is yeah. it, it is a fascinating way to live your life you know I, I, the simplicity simplicity of it does fascinate me i definitely don't uh hold anything against them for doing no, that like i don't no. look at them like they're nuts uh i think they're ahead of us when it comes to living off the grid <laughs> oh absolutely you know so. and and the only thing that that drives me nuts is it's kind of like when they start speaking in their Dutch and it's like, okay, I know you're talking about me, you know, oh, I, I get yeah, That's, that's <laughs> just like any other, uh, uh, race too, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm around at like Indians, there's a lot of East Indians here up in Canada. Right. Uh, especially where I live in Brampton, we call it Brown town. Cause there's okay. so many Indians. Right. But, uh, if you're like, say at a store or something, there's like a few Indian guys, they'll be talking and they'll look, look at you too right while they're talking it's like fuck fuck off you know yeah <laughs> you can yeah. speak english i know so speak right. english <laughs> the only reason you're speaking your native tongue is because you want to talk shit on me exactly <laughs> <laughs> so so i started learning a little bit of their language like just like the curse words and shit right so i know like when i when i hear something I'm, i pick it out i'm like oh yeah <laughs> uh-huh. i got you buddy <laughs> So, uh, so after that, what happened? Oh, um, well, I, I consider those incidences like part of my awakening, okay. but it wasn't until years later. Um, 
but a lot of stuff happened paranormally, like with my, my friend and shit. And, uh, you know, Oh, so years later I contacted my brother's wife because mm-hmm. they were divorced at this time. Right. Okay. Uh, I found her on Facebook. I contacted her and I asked her about that time. Right. Right. And she said, no, that never happened. Really? Yeah, dude. Even though she, okay. All right. Cause, cause, cause when, when that happened, she looked at me, we looked at each other and she grabbed my hand really hard. She goes, did you hear that? I'm like, yeah. And then we, she's like, let's just go outside and wait for people, everybody to get home. Cause she was as terrified as I was. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. But then years like later, she completely denied it. Hmm. Now maybe and it I, could have been because she's the, now, do you, are you guys like friends? No, I, there's, I've lost touch with her. Okay. I, yeah. Could be the fact that, you know, you're her ex's brother and she's just like, ah, fuck off. I don't want to talk there, to you. There's that, but uh, <clears throat> no, cause we were talking like pretty good until I asked her that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was just like, that was it. <laughs> I was like, but uh, um, where was I going with this? Uh, oh yeah. I've had discussions with people about this and uh, they they basically say, you know, some people just do not want to open up the, the, that world in their life. Right. You know, they just deny it because no, that never happened. You know, well, it's not going there. It scares them. You know, it shows them that there's more to this reality than, than what's right in front of our face. Exactly. And that's what it was for me. I was, I became more curious, whereas she was like, nope, you know, closing the door. I I have, I have kids and shit. I don't want to deal with that. I'm just closing that door. Mm -hmm. But me, I'm like opening all the doors to see what the fuck was that. Right. Right. And it wasn't until I was, uh, I think it was like 13 years old when I went to my brother's house in Ottawa for Christmas. And, uh, I was super tired because we got there like five in the morning. I think I remember and we opened you gifts. You heard me talk about this one. Yeah. So. yeah, but keep going. Okay. So uh, we opened gifts and everything, blah, 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 blah. And then my dad and I were super tired. So we went for a nap downstairs and uh, I had remembered a previous conversation that my friend told me about because he was in philosophy class in high school mm-hmm. and he was talking about how his philosophy teacher was telling them about uh, astral projection and how one of the ways to do it is when you're really tired <laughs> and you lay down flat on your back and you picture a beam of light from the your third eye mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear it referred to as third eye back then for, for me it was just a, a beam of light from your forehead to the tips of your toes and I suddenly that idea came popping into my head when I was like super tired and sure enough boom I was lifting out of my body oh wow and I could hear a sound of like you know when you um turn the radio all the way uh to the right or the left of the band bandwidth Mm -hmm. and it's super staticky yeah that's what it sounded like and everything was black and white and I could hear my heartbeat just go like right in my ear like super loud and high-pitched squeal and I'm just moving floating towards the staircase and I go up and around the corner and then I get terrified and I go suck me back my body and I'm like whoa what the fuck was that 
that would be weird weird and cool at, at the same time at, at 13 years old man would right? probably yeah but yeah 13 probably scare me a little bit yeah and so that whole christmas day i was a complete zombie because i tried to tell my family about what happened and they all said exactly what my dad said when i heard the voices was you're watching too many movies <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, that astral yeah. projection—that that fascinates me. Mm-hmm. I've been able to do it a few more times since. Oh, nice! Now, do you ever yeah. go to? Some people go to different planets or realms, or never been anywhere outside of my immediate area because I get too scared to get sucked back in. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Like, I would love to 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 do it, but then there's that aspect. What if I can't get back to my body? that's that's i think the greatest fear Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely the greatest fear like because i've heard uh i've read about astral projection since right Mm -hmm. i've heard all kinds of things like it's satanic to practice it or if you go out there you're gonna find an entity and it's gonna attack you and uh another thing where we have this silver cord from our umbilical cord attached to our spirit umbilical uh, belly button right mm-hmm. and if that cord gets severed somehow then you're you're dead <laughs> yeah see I, so, think I don't know you know more and more when i hear people put a lot of bad information on something that could potentially be good they're doing it because they know it's probably an ancient practice that was practiced for good for knowledge of, you know, opening your pineal gland and they don't want us to know this shit anymore. So, yeah. Oh yeah. It's satanic, you know, exactly. That'll keep the Christians away from doing it. Oh, it's, yep. you know, this, it's going to keep the, uh, the, the spiritual people away from doing it. So I've learned to, okay, you want, you want to throw bad stuff at it? Uh, well, now I'm going to go deeper into looking at why. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's how my perspective is now, like, because I I believe that uh, I believe a lot of stuff in the Bible. And one of the things that it says is that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. Right. right? So anything that's fear based to me is like trying to not get you to do it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. Yeah. Especially astral projection, like why not? I mean, it's probably, an, it's obviously it's a natural thing that we can do, but it's mm-hmm. been suppressed from us. Right. Yep. Yeah, so been... like, uh, I don't know if you know the band, um, Gojira. No, I don't. I'm not really familiar with that. Oh man. You gotta listen to them too. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, <clears throat> Godzilla. That's how they say Godzilla in Japanese. Gojira. Okay. They wanted to call the band Godzilla, but they couldn't get the rights to it. So they called it the Japanese way, G-O-J-I-R-A. And uh, they have a song called Esoteric Surgery. Okay. And it's basically about uh, astral projection, do, like performing astral projection and healing your, your, your physical body through the spirit realm. And oh, you come nice. back. Yeah. And it kind of Amazing. sounds like a DMT trip all at the same time. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like these in the lyrics, it's like there's a secret code in the structure of the mind. You have the power to heal yourself. I'm and a firm uh, believer in that. Yeah. Um, what's that 
there's another song that I love by Tool. I uh, forget what it's called though. I'm, I'm trying to remember it. Uh, it's on ten uh, ten thousand days. Uh, oh. It's like about the DMT trip. It's like uh, it's oh, an instrumental. Yeah. We're talking over it where he's talking about like uh, the aliens abducting abducting him and telling them that he's the chosen one. And then when he gets out of the trip, he he uh, shit his. He said he sh- uh, shit the bed again because I forgot my pen. Right. God damn, <laughs> shit the bed. Yeah. yeah. So oh, good. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. What? Oh, I know the song too. Um, Rosetta Stone. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. That's, uh, I haven't that's listened like to that one of my favorites. While. That's one of my favorite songs on that album. And I told my friend who who is also a Tool fan, I, I'm like, yeah, dude, Rosetta Stone is like one of my favorites on that album. He's like, oh, I always skip that one. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how, like, when Lateralis came out, a lot of people were like, eh, f- fuck this. And then all of a sudden, when you get, when you grow a little bit, that album really be- starts hitting you closer because you're like, oh, shit, this is all about a spiritual journey. And, oh, absolutely. And almost uh, all their music from after Anima, I think, was all spirituality. Mm, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, even their newest album, uh, like Numa, I started real kind of like looking into to Numa and, and what it meant. It, it I mean one breath, one 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 voice that he's yep. talking about the creation, and I was just yep. like, "Oh man, you know." It's like the God breathed, and then uh-huh. creation was was born, right? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And then then you have that little uh, conspiracy theory out there that did they you know protect the. Uh, predict the jabby with uh fear inoculum right yeah so it's like oh fuck i wouldn't doubt it i wouldn't either <laughs> honestly because <laughs> when that album came out it was only like a few months later mm-hmm. boom we're in this fucking scandemic right yeah we're, we're, we're in a, we're in a and i think what they're what they were trying to tell us is don't be scared of this because it's bullshit mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. <laughs> be inoculated against the fear yeah yeah, there's so much. I I don't know. Tool's done so much for my life that uh, it I I couldn't live without listening to the Tool. <laughs> I know, like all like they're definitely deep into the occult, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. Uh, I think Danny Carey especially. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got a. I think he's got a little entity locked up in a in a box. No shit. Something like that. Yeah. I'd have I'll have to look into it a little bit. Oh, I'd like to, been, I'd like to know about that. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard it and, and I've looked into it a little bit. This was years ago and it, it, I was just like, damn dude. Okay. It, it makes sense. I, I, I see where you get, you know, you're coming from, you know, he, he did the, he was responsible for the early videos with the claymation and stuff. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I see where you, uh, you uh, Adam Jones was a special effects artist before he joined the band too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think he still dabbles in that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. That guy kind of creeps me out. It, he is. He, you can <laughs> you can tell he has a dark side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just like, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> Danny, Danny doesn't though. Danny's just like this happy-go-lucky dude. Oh, he's yeah. always smiling, and and then you got Maynard who's always like, I make wine now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a trip. Because I think he does that just to to fuck with people. Probably, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, uh, it, it's it's good stuff. They're they're creative geniuses for sure. Yeah, definitely. I remember going to um, 
uh, Barrie, Ontario. And um, there was like this uh, kind of like this uh, drum competition up there in the park. Okay. And this one kid gets up. He must have been like 15, 16, just killing tool, man. Oh, wow. Oh, it was amazing. I had to go up to him after. I'm like, dude, you feel like awesome. (laughs) There's some videos on Facebook of like uh, really cool high school teachers and getting their their kids together and doing like like 46 and 2 and and stuff like that and having all these kids play all these different instruments and having, you know, two maybe one person do the vocals or whatever. But it, it, it's amazing. I was like, man, I would have loved to have had a music teacher like that because then I would have joined the band. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And Instead then, of just like playing a tuba or a recorder. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like... <laughs> My my uh, music teacher, actually, he encouraged everybody to like, you know, step up, you know, because mm-hmm. he had a he teach, he taught guitar as well. And I took his guitar classes and um, then decided to uh, get a couple of guys together. We're all Kiss fans. Oh, nice. And uh, we played uh, Strange Ways and Deuce uh strange ways is a deep deeper cut on uh hotter than hell but it's one of my favorite songs and so we did those two and my guitar teacher is actually like listening to us and like you know he's like that's awesome but why don't you try this you know so he's kind of directing us a little bit right Mm -hmm. so he was he was good in that way and then um he uh i found years later like just recently that he has his own Spotify. He's got like hundreds of thousands of listeners while he's playing guitar. He's retired from teaching. He's just making music now. I'm like, yeah, dude. So I came into contact with him. Like, I'm so glad to see you doing this, you know? Oh yeah. So cool. It's like, like 20 years later, 25 years later. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, dude, that that was my teacher. That was my teacher. (laughs) I'm so proud of him. And he's great. Like I had him for English too. And I, he had me, engaged in, the, in that subject too i was like great teacher great guy you know mm-hmm. and they're, they're hard to come by i i had a couple that 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 stick out you know through through high school and middle school and elementary and what have you and and I, i'll never forget them because they actually yeah. would take the time okay you know obviously this kid's not getting it so let's sit down one-on-one and and, and help them or make the subject so fascinating and entertaining to want to learn like my fifth yep. grade teacher made history fun to learn and I, I i credit him yeah i think he's passed away now but uh i credit him for for my love of of history not you know not just you know civil war stuff yeah, that was his his little niche but just history in general you know i love it you know i love going down rabbit holes and you know watching stuff on, on, on like forbidden history that, that we were never taught and has been covered up. And then now we're going back and, uh, you know, rediscovering it almost for the first time. And and it's like, Oh, wow, this is really fascinating stuff. Uh, Just like you said, there is teachers that I will never, ever forget. You know, there's also the ones that are forgettable, but I still remember them anyway. Right, but the ones that I'll never forget, man. Those are the ones that I would like to like reach out to now and see how they are, you know. Because yeah. I would like to to just say, you know, like you were like one of the only ones where I was actually fully engaged in your class. 
yeah. because you made it so uh, fun or interesting, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> even the way it, like my biology teacher, he was one of my favorites. Oh God, I sucked at biology. <laughs> I, I didn't because my teacher was so good. Like yeah, he was, the way he enunciated things was funny, but at the same time, it stuck with you. You know what right. I mean? Like all the little body parts, like in, in, <laughs> in the kidneys or whatever, the, the, the ureter, right? Yeah. He, he, the way he would say it was like, it's attached to the ureter, right? <laughs> well, <I laughs> we'd, we'd laugh, but we'd, it'd stick in your head, right? Right. I actually did approach him years later when I went to college to get my transcript. I went back to the high school to get my transcript. Mm-hmm. And I ran into him. I'm like, oh, Mr. Zerbrig. He's like, oh, I don't remember you, right? <laughs> and then uh, I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. I just wanted to tell you that, like, you're one of the most standout teachers for me in high school. And he's like, oh, thank you so much, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, he's probably humbled by it, but, it, you know, this guy's part of my consciousness forever, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. I just love shit like that. Like, looking back in my life after being awakened, it's like, I can really make the connections there, like why they were in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah. Were, you were meant to learn something at that moment. From Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whether, whether it was a good experience or a bad experience, you, you still learned and grew somehow out of it. That's right, yeah. But yeah. you don't realize it until, you know, you become that spiritual person and you're like, ah, now I can see why that happened. Mm-hmm. I can see why... I had this haunting quote unquote experience because it was there to make me realize there is more to more than meets the eye. Yeah, absolutely. There's more to this existence than just this table or Mm -hmm. this bottle of water or whatever is in front of me. There's something beyond what I see. Yep. Yeah. I, I, uh, I never really shared my, paranormal stories um I, i've shared them with my wife and you know friends at the time my my best friend you know in high school and what have you um I, the the small town that i grew up in uh is famous for joseph Priestley, and he was the guy who discovered oxygen now his house uh is turned into a museum and i think it was his mother's house uh still still there it's the public library well uh i I think it was either my junior or senior year they had a a program they i don't know why they called it community service but they did but if you you went out in the community and performed a service you got it was either history credits or math credits i forget you got credits towards you know towards your topic or whatever for for graduation so i decided well i'll just volunteer at the uh the library and then when i'm done you know i only have three blocks to walk to go home you know that that was my whole point in doing it until i was sitting there clipping coupons one day and you know there was always the rumor you know oh that place is haunted you know people would see like like a glowing light every now and again move from one room to another and I was sitting there, I was clipping coupons because they'd get all the newspapers and then people could come in and, you know, go through the coupons. You know, it's just like, you know, a free service that, you know, they provided for the community back then. And uh, yeah. very bottom shelf, um, 
I don't know, it was six inches off the, off the floor. And there was books on display on, on different shelves. And, but on the very bottom one, there's these three books. And all of a sudden I hear this noise and I turn around and these three books are about four feet out from the wall laying flat down. And I was like, Oh shit. So I went, got the, the head librarian. And she's like, Oh yeah, it's probably just Mrs. Priestley playing a joke on you again. It's like, Oh, okay. oh my God. Yeah. So fast forward and I don't know exactly what chronological time frames these happened in, but, um, I would get there and uh, one of the, the chores or duties, you know, people would return the books. Well, the children's book were up on the second level. So they had, you, you'd go up the steps and come around and you could walk straight to get magazines. But if you hung a hard right and came back, and then if you were looking straight, there was uh, a librarian's office there. Well, that little office was Mrs. Priestley's, room where she used to sit and knit I guess back in the day I came around the corner and there she was sitting looking out the window and then no shit I just kind of closed my eyes for a second open and and she's gone I was like oh fuck like okay all right maybe this is true or maybe I'm just seeing shit so how old were you at the time again uh I'd say 16 or 17 okay so so still Still a little bit receptive to the spirit realm. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I'd I said something to one of the staff and they're like, oh, no, that's common. A lot of people, you know, even some of the other staff have, have seen it. You know, she's sometimes she's sitting there rocking, you know, looking out. I was like, OK, this is fucked up. This is weird. And then another time I was putting uh, the magazines and the children's books back on the shelves, you know, in chronological or whatever order that I forget what they used to call it back then, you know, we have Google now. So, um, so I'm walking from one room down this little ramp in, into the next room. And there's a, they had a door that had a padlock on it, but they never kept, they just kind of had the padlock through it and made it look like it was locked, but it wasn't really ever lashed. And that's where they keep not, not not locked. So they would keep the, I think the newspapers, I want to say newspapers and maybe, yeah, maybe it was just newspapers, but they'd keep them for so many years. I think it was like five or 10 years. And then they would discard them in case anybody wanted to come back and look for, you know, records or whatever. This is a small library. So it wasn't like going into, you know, one of these big ones where, okay, can I, can I have the microfilm for this or that? You know, this is podunk middle of uh, Pennsylvania here. So, um, so I walked through, doors closed, go around, put the magazines back on their little shelf that, you know, what have you go back, grab another stack, walking down the ramp doors wide open. I'm like, what in the hell that was just closed. So by the time I walked back, grabbed another stack of magazines. And we're talking like, you know, what, 10 magazines at a time or whatever. I forget how lazy I was. Um, that I, no noise. I never heard a noise, but that lock was pulled out undone and the door was hanging wide open. I'm like, Holy oh, shit. Fuck. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I put, I put the shit down and I finished out the rest of the day downstairs. I was like, I ain't going back up there. Well, this building um, had a third story and in, okay. Actually, a, it would have been a third and a half story, maybe a fourth story. And that's where the slave chambers used to be. Um, oh, God. 
Yeah. So the third floor was where they would keep all like the, the extra folding chairs, banquet tables. If they had, you know, if they were putting on a presentation down, you know, you'd carry them down to the, you know, first floor or whatever. And I had to put some stuff back up there and the one librarian took me up and we went up and it, I had this uneasy feeling like it just creeped you that it creeped you out bad. And she's like, you know, the chairs will go over here and this and that. And, um, then she was telling me a story. There was a skeleton key that they always kept in this one door. She goes, you know, th- there's a little funny story. You know, if we take that skeleton key out and put it in the drawer down by where you check out the next day, it's going to be back up here. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? She's like, oh yeah, dead serious. Uh, I've seen it with my own eyes. We, you know, I was like, well, okay, well, we'll just leave it there. Well, and it's a tiny now. I'm six five two about two forty now. I was a taller kid, you know, in high school. Um, I wasn't. I didn't weigh this much, but it was it was still narrow to go up this old staircase. So I'm going up, and I'm carrying something, and I get around the corner, and all of a sudden, it it, it almost reminded you of the 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 ghost in in. Uh, Ghostbusters in the library scene where she's like, ah. well, I get around the corner and there, she, there's this entity in like period clothing just looking at me and went, shh, because I was singing out loud like a Christian song or something like, like God's got an army. He's not afraid to fight, you know, because I was I was into that at that time. And to the slave quarters, the door never shut fully tight and it was, you know, cracked maybe like. I don't know, a couple inches. And this thing just poof, right in to that crack and disappeared. I dropped my shit, walked downstairs. Well, actually I ran downstairs. I was going to say, did you actually drop, did you actually drop your shit in your pants? Well, no, I I did have full control of my bowels, but I I don't know how I did, but yeah, I dropped what was ever in my hand and I ran down. I, I, I told the librarian, I said, you know what happened? She's like, okay, yeah, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get it. And you know, and she saw I was pale as pale could be. I was, I was scared. I was like, fuck this shit. But that's, yeah, to this day always sticks out, out to me. And, and then my buddy, he had a, he had a bright idea that apparently he was going to summon Satan in his, his bedroom one night and uh, found himself supposedly bowing to the feet of, of Satan. And then he had a, a nice little attachment attached to him for, for quite some time. Uh, I remember. Wow. Through what means? Um, he did some. Everybody in your crew identifies as either big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah. You get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He had a little coffee can. I don't know exactly what he did. He was putting stuff in it. I have no idea. Like I said, no, his family was super Christian. That's who I went to church with, you know, in teenage dark years. You know, I guess you start experimenting with some stuff and what have you, but... He he tells me the next day that he did this. And I'm like, dude, what the, f- why would you do that? He's like, I don't know. You know, gave me some bullshit reason. 
And he was telling me about this attachment and I'm not even going to repeat the name of the attachment because I, I don't even want to give it, give it power again. Yeah. But he had this in his bedroom, he had the old style windows, you know, with the pulleys and ropes and his one bedroom window, when you put it up, it jammed, it, it took a lot to get back down. And he, he was sitting there telling me, and I, I, I said the, the entity's name out loud. I said, Oh, this, he's just, he's nothing but a fucking pussy. And I had my hand sitting kind of on the, on the windowsill. And all of a sudden the window just slammed and I pulled my hands back just in time. And I looked at him, he goes, see, I told you, he's like, don't mess with him. I'm like, dude, you did some fucking dark shit. I don't want, this is bad, dude. This is bad. And at the time we used to play around, like we had a, a little radio station and we'd play, you know, we'd do commentary, you know, kind of like, kind of like podcasting, I guess now. And, uh, you know, we play songs in between. And if you, back in the day with a tape player, if you, if you held the fast or the record button down halfway, it would record in a way that when you played it back, you sound like Alvin and the chipmunks. I used to do that too. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot. Yeah. So we, we were, we were messing around doing that. And, um, we played it back and in the middle of hearing our voices in Alvin and the chipmunks, you heard it in the slowed down speed of you will die. And we were like, dude, you hear that? He's like, yeah. And we rewound it. And every time you will die. No, um, thanks. I'd, throw yeah. that, I'd fucking burn that tape. Uh, yeah, I, I think we did get rid of it, but it, it, dude, we didn't go into his room for, for quite some time. He ended up, I think, getting rid of it somehow, you know, just through his, his faith and what have you. But it was dark for a little while. And then I had an entity attached to me that would do, you know, weird stuff. It, it was a female entity. Um, nothing, nothing really harmful. Uh, the last time she ever really made a big appearance is when I got out of the air force and I was riding, I was delivering, uh, learning to get my CDL basically. And my buddy that was teaching me, uh, for my ride alongs and stuff for the company that I was working with, I was telling him about this and he's like, are you you sure? I was like, yeah, you know, you know, she changed you know, the traffic lights to green for me and this and that, but we're driving down this, this road and the light turned red. And I said, so-and-so go turn the light green. It no sooner turned red, it flipped back to green. There was a car getting ready to pull out. It slammed on its brakes and we went right through. And he just looked at me like, you ain't lying. I said, no, I'm not lying. I need, and at the time I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool until I played with a Ouija board and she admitted to killing this girl. I was kind of dating at the time, um, killed, uh, her ex's dog. And I realized I need to cleanse myself of this and just said prayers and what having got it, got it out of my, my, my life. So I haven't had a knock on wood. Um, haven't had any experiences with, with her since, but yeah. Wow. Some weird, weird shit. Where did that come from? The entity? Ah, I think playing with a Ouija board. Oh, originally? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, see, there was this guy in high school that I knew. I didn't know him very well, but uh, he was a cool guy, you know? And um, he was telling me, like, when he was in, like, middle school, 
him and his friends were playing with a Ouija board and, uh, and like in the playground. And uh, he said he felt something like enter his body. And he was like, after that, he was almost like, he wouldn't talk to anybody. His parents thought he was, he was nuts and hmm. put him in a psych ward for a little bit. Oh, and damn. Yeah. Because he thought he was possessed and I don't know how he was. got rid. I don't know how he got rid of it, but he said, yeah, eventually it just, I just kind of like came out of it, you know? Hmm. Yeah. My but buddy, like he, he, he said he was, he felt like he was going nuts. I bet. Cause my buddy, uh, I forgot to tell you there was times he'd wake up with like three scratch marks in the middle of his back and stuff like that. And he he was a notorious nail biter. Like he would chew him to the point where, you know, he barely had any fingernails, you know? And so, yeah, I was like, uh, it was, it was a weird time, you know? And, and like I said, you know, your dark depressed teenage years and, you know, not everybody has dark depression, you know, but you know, I'm in my forties. So, you know, that was, I don't know. Most, most kid people, my age, we did kind of go through that for whatever reason, if it was the music that we were listening to or what, but I did too. I was about 14 or 15, 14, I think. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was just, it's, it's kind of weird. <clears throat> I got it. Uh, I think it was like some kind of a booster shot. Maybe it was for tetanus or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I remember specifically that right after I got that booster shot, I didn't feel right. Uh, the same night, I was like, something doesn't feel right, like mentally, right? Mm-hmm. And it almost felt like I was, I was constantly viewing myself from afar. Like I felt like I really, I felt like I was like detached from my body in a, in a sense. Okay. Um, almost like I was observing myself and I, I didn't feel right at all. And this was, this lasted for like a good, few months i think hmm. uh to the point where there was this girl that was like uh all over me she wanted me and i was like i didn't really want anything to do with her because i was like so out of my mind at the time it lasted Weird. like a good three four months and i was like i just felt really like depressed and like what the fuck is going on with this life like i don't know what's going on anymore you know mm-hmm. and suddenly it just kind of it, that kind of went away, but I, I don't know if it was the vax, the, I'm not going to say vaccine, uh, but booster shot. Right. Right. Like it, it will, I almost attribute it to that because as soon as I got that, that's when I started feeling. Yeah. And it could have been, I mean, we don't know what they put in this shit that's or true, how, how yeah. long they've been putting shit into our, our, our jabs. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, you know, a whole bunch of, weird things, you know, and then finding out, you know, in the past year being an empath, I used to do this thing. Like if I, I kind of did it with you the other night and it it was clicking, but I don't think it was click. It was trying to click, but didn't fully click. Yeah. If I talk to somebody for, for a little while, I'll start picking up on, on colors that are around them. And um, I freaked my one friend out from, from England. He was on my second episode, Alan. And the one night we're, you know, we're sitting there talking. I'm like, dude, are you, you have a lot of green around you. And he said, and he's like, oh, my computer screen's green. And all of a sudden you hear him go, oh shit. I said, what? He goes, you're seeing the colors of my walls. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
you know, and then I'd pick out other random colors and it, I don't, I don't know how it happens. It just does. It, it's nothing. I don't even know how to turn it on or off. Or it's whatever. pretty wild. Cause it's so far away, you know? Yeah. It's almost like a, I'm remote viewing, but not remote, remote viewing. I, I yeah. don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to figure this shit out to be honest right. with you. <laughs> like, Are we all? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I used to do it back in the day, like, you know, talking on the phone with, you know, when I was in the military with people back home or whoever, or wherever they are. And, uh, and then I just kind of forgot about it. And then, um, this past year I, I, I started making my own quinine and what have you. And I think that kind of opened up my third eye a little bit more, like it helped, you know, decalcify it. And I quit, you know, try not to put any fluoride into my body the best I can, because they sneak it in any way they can, even down to Gatorade and what have you. But, uh, so yeah, I think that kind of had something to do with it that, you know, I'm discovering, okay, so this is why I have these feelings. Okay. It's called being an empath and then I can do this. What purpose does that serve for me though? You know what I mean? Like I can't figure out, okay, why am I picking up on some stupid random color that, that that's present around you? What, what, what purpose yeah, like is what, that? What good is that for? Uh, yeah. Aside from freaking out whoever you're telling. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> like how the fuck, do you know, you know, are you looking in my window? No, I'm not looking in your window. I'm a thousand fucking miles away from you. It's funny. Cause you were telling me like, there's red around you somewhere. And I'm like, looking around like, nah, man, I got no fucking red. Right. And then you're like, maybe on you. And I'm like, Oh, for fuck's sakes, my red shorts. <laughs> <laughs> And then I think I went to the washroom and I was just like, wow, that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's weird. I, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why and what purpose it has, but it, you know, it's, it's fun to do every now and again, I guess when it happens, you know, you look back at it, it's like, Hmm, I wonder, wonder why that popped into my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, you it's just... funny too. Cause when you, when you're telling me all that, like about the colors and everything, I was like, take a look at my my view here you can see like the the other people's balconies um all i get is your uh green screen uh oh you know what i don't know why anyway (laughs) um anyway um i was looking at other people's balconies to see if like this guy is like here (laughs) (laughs) no like this guy like does he know where I live? <laughs> no, no, I'm just sitting down here in, in central Pennsylvania having a couple beers. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, I have, I have a couple call of duty friends in Pennsylvania. I'm not, I don't remember exactly where they are. Uh, but yeah, I was telling you they're, they're pay, big time Patriots. Actually yeah. the guy is um, part of like a Patriot group. Okay. And he's trying to start like this, thing right uh, he's very involved with it like doing a lot of work uh but yeah and they have fucking they're they have guns stacked to the nines at their place oh i bet and they're <laughs> when this whole thing started they were like hey davy if you want to come down here and stay and bunk with us and transfer your job man you're you're more than welcome because the shit's it's getting Dude. worse up here in canada you know well didn't t- uh trudeau just come out and ban all military style assault weapons oh yeah that was a while ago yeah oh was it okay i just recently saw a a clip about it so it's hard to tell when when it come out 
But he's such a fucking piece of shit. Oh, he's a he is a piece of shit. And then Premier Ford, he, he he's a piece of shit too. Like absolutely, he tried to he tried coming out uh, like like he was a good guy and you know f- for you guys. And then no, you're you're just a typical another piece of shit politician. Well, his uh, I don't know if you know <laughs> this, but his. Uh pay grade went through the roof after this whole when he started locking us down mm-hmm. it's like good little puppet here's your nice raise right yep. and it's so it's such a huge uh raise that everybody heard about it you know like makes sense mm-hmm. yeah that, that even that, that made some news even down here in in the states it was yeah like, <laughs> okay yeah we, we see where you're coming from yeah yep. You you get Fucking. your people to 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 comply, and we'll make sure your pockets are are nice, exactly, nice and full. Political and pieces. Just, <clears throat> it blows my mind now that people still can't see this. Like we're on what our third variant now, or something like that. Yeah, well, third variant, but we we skipped a whole shit ton in between. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know the, what I mean. The names, yeah, yeah. like yeah, the, it never it never went through any of those it just jumped right to omicron yeah (laughs) and i i had i'd put a post up uh because i had another account i don't know if you know that um Mm -hmm. my davy wavy 2112 account which is got shadow banned and then recently somebody hacked it and now i have no access to it oh wow uh but uh on that account before i was shadow banned i posted the world economic forum uh list of all the variants that are planned to be released. Mm, I think I've seen that list. Yeah. And it's like, I show this to people and I'm like, do you get it yet? Yeah. Do you it, get it? And the, you know? And then, and then I, I posted on this account. I had uh, previously posted all of the uh, world economic forum variants that were planned to be released on my old account. And Omicron was on there for around this time. So hmm. get it yet? Yeah. <laughs> it's people... all every 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 time a new variant comes out, it's like I just laugh. I'm like, yep. Yep. yep here it is. Yep. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. You know, th- th- and people people are too stupid to realize if if this was an actual disease that was killing people, people and, and so deadly, you know, they wouldn't tell you to quarantine in your in your house for 10 days. You know, yeah, they'd actually give you treatment. And the fact that, uh, oh, okay, you got your first shot. Now you need an extra shot. Now you need a booster shot. Now you need another booster shot. And it's like, are you guys too stupid to realize you get this same, sh- most people get this same shot every year. It's called the flu shot because yeah. that's what the flu is, is a novelty coronavirus. That's exactly. all they are. And yeah. we shut the whole world down for the flu. And people still don't get it. And they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, blah, 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 blah. it's so dead. Is it really deadly? Is it? Because I don't know anybody personally that's died. Um, my father-in-law was recently hospitalized. He, he got it, but he, he also has COPD. Uh, he had a heart trans, you know, a heart attack years ago. So he has heart issues and he's in his late seventies, you know, um, but he made it through, uh, you know, so if it's just so deadly, people should be be dropping in the streets but yeah. we don't see that and it's it's never like oh i know i know somebody who died from covid it's i know somebody who, who from that's knows somebody that knows somebody that died 
Yeah, yeah, it's always like third or fourth hand accounts. It's like, oh, okay, you know, I believe people have died from this, but people die from the flu every year too. And well, that, that, I think that's all they did was they created a boogeyman called COVID nineteen, and really all it is is the fucking flu. Mm-hmm. And because you see that the flu numbers have dropped, like it doesn't huge. even exist. Yeah, it killed it. Yeah. How does a virus kill another virus? Right, and, and it pretty much killed cancer and everything else. You know. Yeah. It's like these, and it's like, and that that's why I get frustrated, and kind of why I started the podcast is because. You know, you don't really have anybody to talk to about this. And you say it best, this doing sitting down, doing an interview, talking with people is like going to church or therapy or 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 anything because finally I I can speak my mind freely to someone else who does get it and 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 wants to to continue the conversation on whatever the topic may be, but just you know, like we're doing now with the this whole flu thing, you know. Why can't it frustrates me? Like, if I can see it, I'm a simpleton. I'm not, I'm I know, not, I'm not a genius. Thing. Why can't you see it? That's the thing. It's like, I'm just a normal dude, you know? Yeah. If I can see this so clearly through intuition, yeah, right? It's through pure intuition. Also, looking and researching the, the actual facts, but it's like, me, I knew it was bullshit from the very beginning. And then I started researching and I'm like, yeah, okay. My intuition was fucking spot on, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Your gut, your gut doesn't lie to you. You know, yeah. when, when you have a gut feeling that it's usually right, you know? And I'm like, doesn't other people have a gut feeling like that? Like there's billions of people that are buying into this hook, line and sinker. Like, I don't understand why. Right. You know, get your vaccine. No. I don't fucking need one. I'm not going to get a flu shot. Why would I get a fucking vaccine for something that has a 99.7% survival rate? Right. You actually have, if you, if you take the shot, you, you have less of a chance to survive COVID than if you actually got COVID without having. How does that work? Yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll take my chances with getting, getting COVID, you know? Exactly. I'll drink my water. I'll take my vitamin D. Yeah. Like, you know, I had no control over it, but my daughter, you know, she's 18. They required her to get the vaccine so she'd go on campus, you know, initially. Oh, so you don't have to wear a mask all day. Well, we knew that was going to be bullshit, you know, uh-huh. now they're still wearing a mask. But my ex and, and her husband, okay, that they couldn't wait till any other time. It had to be done now, you know, big Bible thumping, almost occult style Christians. They um, should know better then. Yeah. Got the jabby jab so they could take her mom's ashes that, you know, her mom died and was cremated 17 years ago, 16 years ago, something like that. Uh, had to go down to the Bahamas this year to, to spread the ashes. I'm like, well, we need a vaccine so we can fly. Well, why don't you just wait till it's all done and over with? Cause you haven't done it for how many years, but whatever. I mean, I don't care what we got. Me personally, if you have side effects from the vaccine, by all means, I ain't shedding a fucking tear. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense. Like, okay, whatever. You know, <laughs> you, Dude, you, it's, you, it's just uh, the stupidity is beyond my comprehension. Oh, it is. It is. Oh, I, I, I want to be able to fly. I've heard a couple people say that. I'm like, just drive. Okay. It takes a little bit longer. Take a train. Who? What? 
it's like they convince themselves like it's the only way yeah yeah exactly <laughs> right it's like no I, I can get my car okay i can probably be in florida in an hour if i fly might take me 16 to 24 depending on what part of florida i want to go to but you know what i don't have to be around retarded people either <laughs> I can be around myself and, my, and people that are close to me, like my family, if you know, if I want to, you know, that, that, but I haven't flown since I got out of the military anyway. So I don't, doesn't, it doesn't affect me. I don't plan on flying anywhere. Anyway. The same here. It's like, I don't give a shit. Like all these people at work that I work with, they're like, dude, why don't you just get it? And you could travel. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking travel anyway. I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> no, I'm a homebody dude. Like, like my yeah. whole thing from the very beginning was, <clears throat> Me and my my buddies at work, we're talking. There's two of us. There's three of us that know this is all bullshit. And we're all like dead set against the vax. We're not going to take it. Even if it comes down to the wire, put a fucking gun to my head, pull the trigger. I'm not taking it. Right? And uh, this other guy comes over. He's like trying to tell us to get the vaccine. We're like, no, man. Boy, you're not going to be able to travel. So? Oh, well, I got a car. I, why would I, I why walk. would I give up my bodily autonomy for for my freedom? Right. Fuck off. Or 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 a couple hundred dollars is worth my life. Right. If I have an adverse side effect. No, uh, I even forget who I was telling this to. One of my guests, um we were talking and my it got kind of brought up, you know, with my boss. And me and the other guy were like, we ain't taking the jab if it's required. And in, and he kind of agreed because he goes, yeah, uh, my sister-in-law got it. She had some very ad- bad adverse side effects and she went to a follow-up appointment. They had no records of her. Her records said that she was deceased. What? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I said, this is the bullshit that, that we're talking about. I said, I'm not putting something foreign in my body. And then, you know, I said, and on top of it, it violates the Nuremberg Code and Nuremberg Treaty. And if you don't know what that is, go look it up. And yep. he just looked at me like, okay, I guess I'll go look it up. But, yeah, I'm I'm not taking it. No way. No way in hell, bro. No, I don't even get flu shots. I'm, you know, the last time I got a mandatory shot was when I was in the military. You know, since then, no. I, I just, I never believed in them. See that that's the thing. This is different because it's fucking gene altering, right? Yeah. It's an experimental gene therapy. It's like, nah, dude. <laughs> no, I'm good. I like you know, my genes the way uh, the I think creator made them. Exactly. Um also I took I took the flu shot in my early twenties twice. And both times You got sick as shit, didn't you? Fever-induced hallucinations. Oh. Couldn't breathe. Completely congested in the chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, but the worst-case scenario of the flu, except for death, right? Right. I felt like I could have died. But yeah. uh, bedridden for, like, three weeks. That's crazy. But oh, you, times. You, you can't get sick from the shot. Right. That's what they'd always tell and I, Dude, I literally, I took the, sh- I took the shot. I left the parking lot with my mom or dad. I don't remember. And I, we just got out of the parking lot and it was instant sneezed like 10 fucking times in a row. Chest went completely congested. Hmm. And I'm like, 
get home, fever. I'm just dead for like three weeks, man. Oh, wow. Both times. You think I would have learned from the first time? No, I did it again. And the same thing happened. Well, you learn from um, ultimately from the second. I time. never got the fucking full blown flu ever since I got the shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it was twenty years, thing. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm a firm believer. You know, nature provides everything that we need to heal. For sure. Yeah, I knew. I know that now. Mm-hmm. So, have you had any other paranormal experiences other than that, or like, what's your journey yes. been like? Yes. Uh, not from, well, I had another one. I'm not going to say it, but uh, I do have two that are, are a few that are really creepy from other people who were skeptical and now they're not. <laughs> so my, uh, my brother was telling me this one story where they went fishing in a boat in this lake that I, I used to go to when I was a kid. Uh, but it was like three in the morning mm-hmm. and it's all quiet and they're just back to back fishing. Right. in the boat. And they're like, they heard a splat, like a, like they heard fish jumping. So they, they're like, Oh fuck over that direction. So they cast out that direction. Next thing you know, bloop other side, like what the fuck so they cast in the other direction. Right. And it keeps happening and they keep casting back and forth to the direction of the jumping. Right. Sounds like Sasquatch to me. <laughs> this is in the water, right? <laughs> yeah. So they're so they're like, what the fuck, right? So they just they cast back to back again, or no? They're they're both cast forward because that's where the jump was, and all of a sudden they could fucking hear. They heard this like splash, and they look back, and when they look back, they're looking toward the the, the motor of the boat, right? And about a good 20 feet away, they see this fucking glowing hand in the water and it's approaching them. What the fuck? And they're both like, dude, what the fuck? And all they, all they could hear was a whisper saying, help me, help me. Dude. And they fucking cranked the fucking motor and they got the fuck right out of there. Right. Did did someone drown there? Probably. Oh man. Probably. But, uh, like when you were talking splashes, I was thinking like rocks being thrown. No, it was like they thought it was like fish jumping, right? Okay, yeah. Um, and yeah, they got the fuck out of there. And my brother told me that story one night, and I was like, he, he, I'm like, holy shit, man! And I was probably like 13 when he told me that story. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he uh, he said, "Ask your uncle." Ask. Uh, he wasn't my uncle at the time, but he is now because he married my aunt, but he was a family friend. Okay. And uh, he's like, ask, ask Bill when you see him next time. Right. So sure enough, it was like a few years later. Right. And I was at my uncle Bill's place for dinner. I think it was for Thanksgiving. And I asked him, I'm like, dude, my Kelly told me about uh, that time you're in the lake at Consecon. And he's like, Oh, the hand. I'm like, Okay, that's all I need yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, uh, enough said, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, dude. And my brother was like, he was like, I never fucking believed in any of that shit. I thought it was all bullshit, but now I fucking know, you know? Right. Yeah. And same with same with my uncle. He he didn't fucking believe in that shit either. And and they both saw it and they both became aware, you know? 
Oh yeah. Uh, here's something funny. Um, the house we, we, we live in, uh, we bought it eh, going on four years now. You know, I think it was built in the sixties. Not nothing. Nobody ever died in this house. Nothing. <clears throat> but we sleep with a fan on even in the middle of the window or middle, middle of winter and the windows open uh, colder, the better, you know? Um, but a couple mornings, uh, a couple weeks ago or whatever, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd hear this like little thump, thump. thump. Is this recent? Yeah. Okay. And, and so I said something to my wife and she's like, no, don't, don't, don't be going looking too far into it. You know, this and that, you know, she, she believes in the spirit realm. Come to find out. I, I was over looking into it because I forgot she hung this little, um, like a picture with, it just says relax on it, but it's it just barely rests on this little nail. So what I was hearing was the, the wind hitting the it. wind hitting yeah. it and it just tapping against the wall but right. i'd wake up and i'd be like because she'd already be gone you know, she gets up at like two in the morning to go to work and i'll be like what the fuck why is this always happening like and it would be like right around 3 30 in the morning and i'm like something ain't cool and then finally once i pinpointed what it was i was like you dumbass <laughs> there you go thinking oh fuck you know your house yeah. is haunted right but yeah th- thankfully it's not but yeah, it's just weird, you know. Once you see in into that or have an experience, uh, it, it's easy to tune right back into to okay, this is what it could be. You know? Yeah, for sure. Where, where yeah. others are, you know, they, they'll they'll debunk it, debunk it, and try everything they can until usually nine times out of ten they have a very bad experience. Yeah, um, I had a, a, another friend of mine who uh, very close friend and. Another friend, he was at another of our friend's house, this girl, and uh, he was at her place and he was total non-believer, right? <clears throat> Never always thought that shit was bullshit, just like a lot of people, right? Um, but he saw our other friend, this girl, at the end of the driveway, sitting on the driveway, like on her ass, like knees out, bent, and she was rocking back and forth and crying and he's like joe what's wrong what's wrong and she's like she's like oh my god look over there right down the down the street a little bit like a few houses down Mm -hmm. and he looks over and he sees this old lady walking and like drops her bag picks it up walks a few more steps drops her bag again picks it up and then she, it's almost like she knew that they were watching her. And then she looks over at them and just fucking vanishes. Oh, dude. And the girl was like still crying. She said she died two weeks ago. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh. And, and my buddy was just like, like he just like every hair stood up on him. Right. Yeah. He, he was just like, and he's like, now I know, <laughs> you yeah. know. Oh man, yeah, yeah man. I've never it's, seen something like that. That'd freak me out. It's wild, man. It's like I'm telling you, just seeing something on a repeat. Yeah, the yeah. stories that I hear about people who were once skeptical are the, like the best stories. I think. Oh yeah, because that turned them into like, oh, okay, now I know there's a fucking spirit realm. You know, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, before that, they're like, "Oh, you're you're a crazy psycho." With the young exactly. Like, you yeah, believe in ghosts. What do you believe in <laughs> aliens too? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, actually, I kind of do. <laughs> I, I kind of, for me, um, the point in my life I'm at now is that I've taken all that I've learned and I'm applying it to the show, such as yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't necessarily believe everything that I see or read about, right? But I'm definitely open to entertaining thinking is possible yeah absolutely because you know? with god anything is possible mm-hmm. right and if anything is possible then you know yeah there could be this we could be living on a flat plane uh, yeah you know? the arctic and the antarctic could be the wall and there could be continents beyond that maybe that's where the these aliens are so-called right. aliens are coming from they have the technology beyond in the other continents and they're using it here to come here and warp here we look we see it's gone you know mm-hmm. how do they do that because they probably harness the technology right right you know and flat earth was taught up until what the late 50s early 60s and then yep. then it all of a sudden that's when we got the globe theory or whatever. And, and then we got not Nazi. I mean, NASA. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I <laughs> always find it funny how they say uh, in Hebrew, NASA means to deceive. Right. Yeah. And uh, also the word NASA, it's the acronym NASA itself is so close to Nazi. Oh, big time. And then you can break NASA down into never a straight answer. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, there was a joke back in the day when the Challenger exploded, right? Mm-hmm, I remember uh, the jokes were flying around back then when I was a kid. And I remember, hey, Dave, what does NASA stand for? I'm like, what? Need another seven astronauts. I'm like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. That's some dark shit. Because I know how I know. You, you, you and I are pretty close to the same age. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I was probably like, 11 or 12 when that happened yeah <laughs> i remember that we watched it in school in class like they brought the tv out and everything and they showed it and we're like whoa right and then somebody else said a joke it was like uh oh yeah they changed the nasa changed their official sponsor soft drink from uh seven up to ocean spray oh Oh shit! But now there's that theory that all these these so-called astronauts are still out and about. They have different careers now. Uh Yeah, Yeah. they're just actors. Yep. And then I I was posting some stuff on IG, you know, with with them being attached to cables and stuff like that, and you know, try. Oh look, my hair's standing up. Well, yeah, but it still doesn't should move. Why do you have so much hairspray in it? Well, there's a lot of videos out there that show that every time they show people out in so-called space, they're really just actually underwater and there's a green mm-hmm. screen and shit. Yeah. And you can see the little little bubbles every yeah. now and again fly by, go by. I have, a, I have a friend who's so obsessed with space, right? Yeah. And I keep trying to give him these theories. He's like, fucking bullshit, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm sending them these videos and he's just like, I don't know, maybe it'll get to him one day, but... He's still yeah. like watching documentaries about space and other planets and Dude, shit. You, you got to find the one where they zoom in on on the rover and there's a fly. Oh shit! 
Yeah, it might be, you might be able to find it on YouTube, but yeah, someone's sitting there and they zoom in on this image of this rover, right? That's supposed to be on Mars or something or whatever. And there's like a fly or a cockroach sitting on it. And it's like <laughs> in space, in space. Yeah. <laughs> I love, you know, I love listening to Eddie Bravo when he talks about space. Oh, dude, totally. He's so funny. Just the way he said, he's like, dude, I used to be so obsessed with space. Yeah. Space is space, right? Uh This fucking guy cracks me up. His energy is so funny. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's got some wild energy. Yeah, man. So I posted a couple things today on on Krampus. Are you familiar with Krampus by any chance? Yes. Because, uh... I've been looking for like me and uh, Colorado Dank uh, touched on it a little bit um, on my latest episode, but uh, I bring it up to people around me and, and they're like, I never heard it. Even my wife, like we were listening to, she wanted to listen to the podcast and what have you. And we got to that part and she goes, that's creepy stuff. I said, well, Eastern or the European countries still actually celebrate Krampus and, yeah. and, and, and all this. And she's like, are you serious? I'm like, Yeah. Where do you think the whole, I, I got a lump of coal come from? She's like, oh, whoa. I said, they just replaced it with Elf on a Shelf. Yeah, exactly. And she just looked at me like, oh. And then I came in here to, to record this. <laughs> <laughs> Wild, man. Yeah, what, yeah what's this... your take on it? Oh, man. It's so hard to say because it's so ancient. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of uh, mythology or whatever, right? But yeah. Who knows? It's it's like I said, anything's possible. Yeah, there I mean, could be this fucking. There's movies about Krampus now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I haven't, a, I haven't really seen any of them, but I, I haven't either. I wouldn't mind doing that for Christmas movie because I'm not into fucking Christmas anymore, man. That, that's just yeah. long gone for me. Like, it's all fucking. It's econ- yeah. economy based, right? Yeah. Saturnalia and just buy, buy, buy. Like Black mm-hmm. Friday. This all the holidays now are just to buy shit we don't need, right? Yeah, because as soon as <clears throat> Christmas is over, we're gonna gotta buy candy and gotta buy roses and gotta buy cards for yeah. for for Valentine's. It, it's bullshit. And then everything. Say, yeah, and then St. Patrick's Day. Try telling Day. try telling a new date that. Yeah, Valentine's Day, right? <laughs> That's why I'm I'm single, and I'm probably gonna be single for a while because of all the shit that I know and all the shit that I choose not to partake in anymore. <laughs> yeah and that's part of why i do my podcast because i find that i have so much time being single that i should be doing something a little more productive and you know so hence hence this right mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> uh, uh, man i'm having a blast doing it I, me too man it's i was like, so nervous when uh, i started like completely uh, and it's I, liberating I, I, oh it is it is because yeah, yeah. i even had to think you know, Ryan, me, me and him recorded, uh, Ryan Dean from dangerous world podcast. Recorded Love that guy. Something, yeah. Something last night. And I, I had to tell him, I said, you know, and I even said, I hope you like the introduction because it's going to come from the heart. I said, you know, you're, you're, you're my mentor. You, you, you kind of gave me the nudge and we're willing to answer all my stupid questions. And when I'm sitting there freaking out, Oh, can I do this? You know, just do it, just do it. And, but now I have, I'm getting a little bit better and a little bit more comfortable, but you know, behind the mic and yeah, the more you do it, the hearing more my voice. You'll get. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the biggest thing hearing my voice. I was like, man, I sound dumb. Who wants to listen to me? I, I, you know everybody, what I mean? A lot of people uh, feel that way. Even, even singers. Yeah. 
you know, you know singers don't want to listen to their own shit because they're like fuck i can't stand my own voice but people fucking love it you know right yeah and it's the same with us it's like like i had thoughts from the beginning i'm like nobody's gonna listen to my fucking me spouting off sh- bullshit about conspiracy theories and shit like that right right but it's growing so i'm like okay i must be doing something right yeah absolutely so i'm just gonna keep going you know oh it's fun it's i so actually much fun. in one of my, those krampus posts um I got actually invited to go on a, a, another podcast to talk about it. I'm like, hmm, well, I'm down. I'm, I, you know, replied in the comments. I was kind of weird. I, you know, usually that's like a, you know, a private message or a DM or whatever. And, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, hell, I'll come on, you know, let's talk Krampus and, and Santa and how he's Kronos and, you know, his belly's fat from eating kids. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What's with the whole chimney thing? That I forget. I forget where that derived from. I I have heard where it did come from, but I it, it slipped in my mind. See, I and, could see a uh, uh, more more like a, a creepy fucking demon guy coming down the chimney rather than a fat guy fitting down, fitting his fat ass down it, right? I think initially it was a, yeah. creepy, a creepy guy, and then it just got turned into Santa doing it, and you know all sorts of weird different things and it, it like you said it, it, it it's not what it it's meant to be you know what yeah, I mean? the, yeah, the, whole, yeah, yeah. the whole christmas tradition is a complete and with many other christian uh traditions are just a complete ripoff of old pagan societies and exactly yeah and fit to make their narrative and you know, the evergreen tree for fertility, you know, the star on the top is Saturn, you know, it's people, people just don't want to know where their traditions came from because that, that makes them question themselves and their beliefs. Yep. And it makes people uncomfortable. It does. You know, I mean, even, uh, I don't know how you were, but when I first became, really aware of all the symbology that surrounded me i really got like traumatized by it and super depressed oh really yeah and i I know a few other people that feel the same way like when they first started waking up they're like dude i've i had such a huge depression like i didn't want to talk to anybody all i could see was like all this shit around me and like my eyes were open but i'm scared you know and then once you get over that hump, then it's like, okay, I'm, I'm fucking liberated now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever got depressed. Uh, You're lucky. <laughs> I think I got more frustrated because uh, I didn't really have anybody that I could talk to about it. And people that, that, that was, would. I think that was part of the depression. Yeah. Yeah. And cause you don't want to run around saying, dude, look at this. Look, look, look. And then you're like a fucking crazy guy. Right. Yeah. 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 For sure. You know, you, you're waking up and you want to wake the whole world up at the same exactly, time, but, yeah. but then you got to take a step back and be like, okay, let me, let me take it yep. a step at a time and we'll be, we'll be all right. You know, and exactly. we'll get through this yep. and eventually you can slowly talk to people and just drop breadcrumbs. And then sometimes they'll nibble and then they'll come back and be like, Hey, you said this the other week. And what do you mean by that? Yeah. And you have a conversation. Yeah. It's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I think we should wrap up. We're almost at two hours. 
I think. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. I actually have to do make a beer run. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go in and get some, some stuff to make dinner tonight. So cool, man. We could uh, do this again. I, I'm going to, I'll, I'll tell Matt uh, to let you jump in the uh, Monday night, Monday night master debaters too. Sometime. He, he actually messaged me the other night asking if awesome. I wanted to come on. Um, but with my wife's work schedule recording at nine. Oh, that's right. On a yeah. Monday is really hard. Um, I did tell him and Ryan, and I'll tell you now, uh, I'll have to do it on, you know, if, if I take a vacation or whatever and, and, you know, have a Tuesday off and, you know, sometime yeah. down the road, no uh, problem. Love to, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> they're some of my favorite episodes to listen to. Cause it's just, Oh yeah. Uh, they're great like, guys. Like yeah. they're very supportive. We're all supportive, you know, like oh, I told you from the beginning, like, cause when I created a story of your thing, you're like dude thanks man i'm like yeah man I'm just trying to support yeah that's yeah. what we do right right and it's not I, a competition no and i still got to f- figure out instagram a little bit more because dude i had it for years on a personal account and i think i might have posted four posts ever like i never right, really right. messed with ig you know i'd mess with facebook and then about a year ago i really got heavy on telegram and now yeah. it's funny i hear other podcasts talk about, yo, jump to telegram, jump to telegram. And I'm sitting there. I've, I've been there for a year, man. Like you can actually literally record. We could have done this through telegram only through telegram. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wouldn't, I don't think it records the, the video. It just records the audio. I think it does I, record the video. Does it? I'll have I to look. Cause I, I, I have saw some... live streams on there. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to, yeah, I'll have I don't to know how to do it, it, but yeah, I don't know yeah. how to do the live, but I, I've recorded a couple conversations from a, a, one of the groups that I'm in just to play around. You know, I said, you know, I'm never going to publish this, but I just want to see, you know, if I can use this audio, that's just another way to conduct an interview eventually. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, but yeah, tell people where they can find you at. Me. Um, I am on Instagram at red pill cartel podcast. Um, my old account is Davey Wavy 2112, but it's hacked. So don't go there anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, my podcast is on like pretty much on everything except for YouTube. It's only audio only. So wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find me there. Red pill cartel. Nice. Nice. And also t.me forward slash red pill cartel on telegram. Nice. There's nice. only like 13 people on there, but. Yeah, mine's mine's small as well. I've been plugging it, but uh, I think people are kind of still scared to jump over to Telegram. You know what I mean? Because another new platform, but uh, it's fun. I have a lot of blasts on on Telegram. To to our audiences, uh, if you do get Telegram, get it from the website, not the the store, the the app store, because it's more official and it's like more uncensored because some channels you can't view, you can't access unless you have the actual one downloaded from the website right yeah and then so. you, then you get people well it's russian owned now it's always been russian owned <laughs> yeah facebook's not even privately owned it's cia owned so right you know get off get off me about that shit <laughs> i honestly don't give a shit about like who's no. watching or whatever it's like, who cares yeah wait are you criminal or <laughs> you know right. and it's not even that you you um, it's different here in America. All right. You want to track me? You want to come follow me? You, you want to show up at my house? You better have good intentions. Cause if you have bad intentions, you ain't leaving. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> 
Adios, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, like, yeah, plug yourself too for my audience because we're gonna swap this, right? So yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you can get a hold of me if you wanna. Uh, if you have any content or want to be a guest on the show, it's mythirdeyepod at gmail dot com. Uh, my Instagram is mythirdeyepodcast. Facebook is mythirdeyepodcast as well. Um, the Facebook is separated into actual its own words because obviously you can't do that on instagram for whatever reason um on twitter it's at my third ipod and telegram is t.me forward slash my third ipodcast chat um i also just started a, a youtube page um i have one video up there so far uh some guests do allow me to to use the the video so when I do get permission. I will, I will throw up the, uh, you know, the video, the, the podcast in case you want to watch it. And I'm sure in the future, I'm going to have guests that, you know, might have some uh, you know, visual displays that, that need to get out there. So just look for my third eye podcast on YouTube. And if you're familiar with, with the logo of my show, which, uh, it's the one I use for, for the YouTube page, you know, once you see that click on it, go smash that subscribe button, give it a like and a follow and, and enjoy the content that that i try to put out and that davy wavy puts out because you know i I say it all the time i'm coming out swinging my battle axe you know i want to get this information out there and you know if if it's if it's a battle to get it out there that makes it even more fun right all right cool man well it was a pleasure man finally we got to do this yeah absolutely and uh we'll talk a little off the air and We'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. Cool, man.